0: Navigation Ship. Navigation Ship. Navigating the trials and tribulations of race, dating, travel, trauma,
1: and healing as young conscious black women. Hey it's Stephanie. Hey Tashley. And today we are wrapping up this first season of Navigation Ship. And we're also having sort of an end-of-year um sort of audit of our year and what we've been up to so I just want to start out by asking you what are the biggest lessons that you've had this year? Cool um, so before we get into this
0: uh, I am going to share that I'm not fully into this whole you know normally at the end of the year someone does like a new year's resolution or something like that but I am very much pro in favor of reflections and taking the time to reflect so in light of that um I don't have any any major lessons learned but I have things that I'm currently learning that obviously has progressed throughout the year so some of the things is um how to make good choices (laughs) (laughs) I think all of us are obviously trying to figure out well hopefully I don't know some people maybe want to make bad choices but I think (laughs) most of us are trying to make good choices for our lives um so that's one of the things that we can go into one of the other things that I'm I'm learning this year or learning that currently learning is how to de-link from societal expectations about what I should be doing at this age or as a woman um and yeah I think that's probably yeah two of the main things that I'm I'm currently learning at at the moment yeah how about you um
1: yeah I can relate to the societal expectations um like kind of detaching from that, um, I've also learned um, how to see myself a value and not just kind of flow with you know what a authority figure says, what jobs have said, what the external world has said about whether I'm worthy or not of that position or to be valued in society. Um, so worth is was like the highlight of this year.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like, um, I don't know, there's so much, I guess, expectations on us. (laughs) Just as women, but like expectations that we put on ourselves, but it's just expectations as we move within the world, you know? Um, So I think that's a really strong one. Um, But yeah, how you say at the moment that worth is one of the main things or value is one of the main things
1: that you are are learning at the moment for for yourself. Do you want to expand on that a bit more? Yeah, I mean, like, I think, I think we've talked about it before on the podcast about like everybody has expectations on us from parents to inner circle friends to also just society in general as black women mm-hmm. um and so as our like from what I'm learning is that I've sort of been socialized as to be a people pleaser so mm-hmm. the choices that I've made in life is based on whether it pleases other people not necessary whether it pleases me and so my worth comes into, into value with that because it's like, well, if I don't believe that I'm worthy of getting what I truly want, then I'll just please whoever, and then they'll de- determine my worthiness. Um, so it's kind of turning it on its head, like not seeking external validation, external approven- approval anymore, but seek- seeking internal validation. Mm yeah that
0: makes that makes a lot of sense I mean I feel like there's this kind of to to and fro between like the the internal and the external because you know there's this someone gave this example I was reading last week about like you know giving a lecture to a group of students and you believe that your lecture is great but then you have students in the audience who are sleeping (laughs) So, there's this level of, you know, you still, you know, need some sort of external va- validation some, somewhere, somehow. But, you yeah. know, some, someone could be sleeping for numerous reasons. It could be because they are not engaged in your topic, but it could be because they were out sleeping, you no, know, drinking or dancing the night mm. before, or didn't make time to, to be in your lecture. But there's always this two way between the internal and the external. Yeah. But, yeah.
1: I guess, can you expound on how you are detaching from other people's? Standards for your own life?
0: Um, well, for me that's been a very long process. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if everyone's gonna be ready to take my process, but I mean, I think it was like about three years ago. Um, three, four years ago when I came off, I did a detox my social media Mm. (laughs) and I came off Facebook, I came off Instagram, and I didn't know what I would get from that. I didn't know how that would make me feel any which way, but I just wanted to travel and move through the world without posting up everything I did for somebody Mm. else because it wasn't really for myself. Um, And then what I learned through the detox that I wasn't constantly looking at other people living their lives Mm. um, because when I met with friends, they would often tell me how they're doing in a very more fuller way. Like, yes, this is happening, but also this isn't going so well. But often what mm. I saw on, on social media apart from the person who might share their whole life story yeah <laughs> there's always one person on there who's like oh you know this but I mean um, most people are sharing like their like you know their best moments from yeah. the day and or even like you know adding all the filters and adding all the stuff that makes it look mm. like their day was much better than it was uh, without yeah. knowing anything else so when I delinked from that I began to obviously just engage in people in a more authentic way that I that was good for me um and yeah I I guess like delink from a lot of you know things that were presented as aspirational like how to have a certain sort of look how Mm. making sure you're in like a relationship or having babies all these kind of things that people post on there annoyingly post on there
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) so that
0: was like around three years ago when I stopped connecting in with that and then also I then re-evaluated what it is that I want to do with my life and that was also quite unconventional for me within my at my age but also for for me in terms of what I knew and the people that I knew in my life, like uh, going into academia, not many people in my family or anything like that, that um, I know of are in that sort of field of work. So I really had to de-link from what I already knew and to venture out to do something different. So for mm. me, it's been like this ongoing sort of process over the years to kind of really fine tune or come to know myself better. Mm. Um and trying to step back from like popular uh, culture and social media and all that kind of stuff that kind of filters through what it is that you should be doing, how it is that yeah. that, that you should be. So for me, that's an ongoing process because also part of that is also family expectations. You have people mm. around you. I remember I had a conversation just yesterday and someone's asked me, Oh, so what is it that you're doing? And there's all these undertones. Uh, within that question of like oh you know you haven't got like a real job all these kind of things you know mm. um so you kind of let's just really have to surround yourself like I only have <laughs> I only have but I mean I have I don't let everybody into my life even though I'm a very open person yeah. I have a, f- a few friends that I value like um I have a lot of friends that I value but I mean a few friends that I, <laughs> that I keep up in conversation with yeah. um who input into my life in a way that isn't limited based on on these expectations so it allows me to flourish in, in a way that's that's good for me um so that's kind of an ongoing thing and I can't I constantly check in with myself to see am I doing something because I feel like I need to be doing that to fulfill the expectation or am I doing it because it's bright for me at this moment in time so that's the constant thing that I'm I'm going back and forward towards but I feel like I'm really I'm learning to delink from that because as soon as I connect into anything like make, my niece comes around and puts on these YouTube shows which is so annoying mm, I tell her "Yeah." It's very <laughs> <laughs> I was like you are lucky that you're watching this right now but as yeah. soon as these things come into my like Sophia it's like really like it's quite like um shocking for me because I've been so away from it like all the like the different adverts the different things that they say and yeah. I'm like oh my gosh like there's so much pressure to be a certain sort of person in this world um so you kind of really well for me I kind of really feel it when I have to encounter in certain <laughs> environments yeah. and be in certain spaces but being away from that and really connecting with people who are more like-minded or watching uh, engaging in different literature and cultures that really connects with me and the alternative sort of lifestyle has really helped me to de-link de-
1: in that way. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, maybe I should detox it. <laughs> <laughs> But for me, it's a long process, and I don't think yeah. that,
0: that many people are willing to do
1: to go yeah. to that
0: stream. But you, there is ways to connect back in to these social things and, and to use it in a way that's helpful for you. But for me, yeah. I noticed there were certain sort of feelings that I was getting when I was, especially in social media, that wasn't necessarily healthy for me. Yeah. So, yeah, it made, um, yeah, to take take those steps for myself but I have a question for you which is quite hard because I've been thinking about it quite a lot <laughs> is, <laughs> yeah. is do you feel like you make good choices or how do you make good, good choices because I feel like there's like an element of risk in choices because otherwise you mm. just do the same thing again and again you just keep to your comfort zone of making choices that you're already very much aware of and you're like oh well this is going to be good because this, this happened before mm. But also, there should be an element of you know, maybe the unknown in a, in a choice. Um, so I, yeah, I wonder about that one if you have anything on that or something
1: that you that you're thinking about yourself. Uh well, I guess one we have to first define what are good choices because oh, um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one person's good choice could be another person's bad choice. So I guess like I mean, what do you mean about good choices? Good for me or yeah like good, good yeah good good choices for for yourself I wouldn't
0: say like good choice in terms of like you know you grow up and it's like a child learns oh this is good this is bad mm. But I think there comes a point in our lives where we obviously you no longer you're detached from you know, your family or detached from a certain sort of figure that tells you what is a good and bad choice so you've got to make these choices for yourself but also you're in a world where we have more choices well I well there's this Illusional (laughs) that we have more choices yeah but you like you know you wake up and you can kind of have this sense of freedom in terms of what it is that you can pick to do with your day and how you spend your day or maybe leaving a job or starting a new job or starting a new new
1: venture like how do you make these choices Mm, I guess to be honest it's like a work in progress (laughs) because (laughs) Um, I decided to, you know, leave my corporate job last year and explore other avenues and stuff like that. And um, you know, in my mind, you know, as I grew as I grew up, like it was very much about like providing for yourself safety and security. And also, like, that speaks to me highly. That's some of my values. So they are paying off slowly. Um, but they haven't paid off fully. And so I would say, yes, I made good choices. Um, And I was actually thinking about that in my relationships because some drama came up or it's not drama, but some stuff came up with my past. And um, it was a very hard decision back then. And now it's coming up again and reflecting in a different way. And so I was like, you know, that would have been the safe choice to make um Mm -hmm. but I love taking risky choices (laughs) the most risky choices like moving to Australia not knowing anyone not really knowing the culture um stuff like that so um I think yes I do make good choices but also those good choices are in the confines of what I know what my consciousness is aware of at the time Mm -hmm. and as I got get older and that kind of ties in with like the end of the year audit is like. Now I'm starting to realize that even though those might have been risky choices back then and they haven't fully paid off now, um, I still think that's a good choice because no matter what, I learned from that experience. I can take on different lessons from that. Um, they can help me through my maturation as I get older, you know. So um, I think that I've probably made bad choices but I've taken the road less traveled. So for me, I think that will pay off in a lo- in the long run. But of, of course, not everything has paid off yet. So I'm still on the fence of whether that was a good <laughs> choice or a bad choice. Um, what about you? Do you think you make good choices for yourself?
0: Um. Why well, I asked the question because of I think we're quite similar in the sense of like you know we're not going to take the road like that everyone's gone on like just because everyone's gone on it. So yeah. <laughs> I mean for me that would be a bad choice. Just yeah, to do that because you know it's the most easiest thing to do. But the reason why I asked it because like there's so many conflicting things. Like now I started in this like know yeah, research journey, um, and you my diary fills up with conflicting things that I'm like. Both of them are great things to do <laughs> so, so which thing do I go go ahead and do and it's like oh how yeah. do you make how do you make the right choice in in those in those sort of um things like so it, it's more yeah it's like a, this I guess people have fear of missing out but not even that it's like well what choices certain a choice can be obviously one choice but one choice can lead to another thing and if you let go of something else there's an element of letting go in in the choices that you make of you know, yeah. letting go of something else. So, yeah for for me it's just kind of like oh my gosh I'm making the right choice <laughs> but yeah. it was quite comforting to hear you say what's well, a work in progress you know um yeah. and it's and the idea of choices is that it's not it's not normally it's not normally an ultimatum you know you can make one yeah. choice this week and then maybe another next week and see how it goes from there so yeah for me it's a learning thing but as now that I know really where my goals are and what aligns well with me. Um, that's kind of how I'm making my choices at the moment and seeing how it goes and uh, knowing that it's not the end of the world (laughs) if it's not the best choice that day but maybe I think next day it'll be okay
1: (laughs) yeah yeah I think as adults you learn that it's not a good versus a bad I mean like there are clearly bad choices stealing uh killing you know these are bad choices (laughs) but (laughs) um I think there's like, for the most part, every single day, most people have, you know, better choices and not better choices. It's not just, it's not sort of, um, linear like that. Um, there's a lot of grays, Mm -hmm. um, and sort of going further to that, I guess with the choices that you've made so far, what are you looking forward to next year, um, aligning to your goals?
0: Um, so for me for next year I'm looking forward to I guess well one of the one of the th- well no, sounds a bit cliche <laughs> I'm looking forward to moving forward basically yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah <laughs> so so in short there's a lot of things that I've I guess I've set the set the foundation for and put in motion this year um and I'm really looking forward to, well, not, well, this year and the year before. So this year, I'm just really looking forward to committing with those things that I've really put in place and to allow space, um, giving full, full, full space to those things. Um, so, yeah, so that's one of the main things I'm looking forward to doing. But also, I guess, not letting or allowing fear to guide me. Um, so what I mean by that is because last year and this year and the next year, maybe like, you know, <laughs> COVID, like COVID has been quite a daunting thing in the back of everyone's minds or maybe in the front of people's minds <laughs> yeah. but you know there's so many things like oh I can't do this because of COVID or I can't do that because of COVID or maybe next year because of COVID this will be you know mm-hmm. so for me and kind of not letting or allowing fear surrounding COVID or fear surrounding anything guide me this year and instead going with actually what could actually go go right um, and yeah. you know and allowing that to kind of be okay so just don't go with like you know oh my gosh it might be too risky or this or this this might happen it's like well what the worst the worst thing would be for you to be stagnant or for you to feel too restricted that you don't do anything in the end so this essence of being able to let go and be like okay something bad might happen or something that's not so good will happen but okay let me come to it if that happens instead of thinking about what could possibly happen because that can make create a lot of anxiety Um, and stagnation and how how about you
1: um oh so many things (laughs) 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 Uh, this year has been very hard because um I'm even though I am an American citizen I don't actually like being in this country Mm um and (laughs) I've sort of through trial and error, um, have tried to escape on a number of occasions. And so <laughs> it sounds like I'm a Yeah, it. it sounds like you're
0: <laughs> escape artist,
1: you know, trying to like get out like, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, so hopefully by next year, um, early next year, I have stuff in place so that I can live my life without any borders i don't have to stay anywhere um because mm. i'm learning um even like in the last couple of weeks couple of months that i don't think i want to be beholden to any location mm. any country mm. um i think that's better for me and like me sort of figure out where i want to go so having that sort of time to explore Um, and I actually had a dream about that is like, just right before this call, when I woke up and (laughs) I was just like, Oh, like I got this clear message, like go explore. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm excited to do that. Um, I'm excited to see where, you know, certain projects take me, um, particularly writing projects and, um, spiritual projects, spiritual wellness, maybe even corporate projects are in the works. So, Mm I'm just going to be working and traveling, which is like ideal. Good. <laughs> yeah, for me, yeah, pretty ideal. <laughs> Anyone who knows me, I like to work. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to the expansion of what I've sort of put in place just like you this year and seeing that move forward. I really like your, well, your words of like borderless. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Because I really feel like,
0: I I really feel these borders so strongly because of the COVID stuff, because of all the kind of like, oh, you can't move here, you can't do this, da 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 And then on top of the normal visas and stuff that like you might need for certain places. But that would be a fantastic, like uh, reality to have for next year, this borderless feeling that you can just move between places and,
1: and not be bound by national, yeah. whatever borders that, that are there. I mean, the good thing about, the U.S. passport is that most of the Western countries allow you to stay there for an extended period of time without visas. So Mm -hmm. that's the only great thing about our passport. Um, But (laughs) um, that's sort of what I want to explore. And then maybe I'll settle, you know, like, I think um, one thing also too a big lesson for me is what I've learned um, is that the world can be your oyster. The only person who puts restrictions on yourself is yourself. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think I've been trying to live a very like restricted or safe life. And like, then I make unsafe choices, um, risky choices and that's sort of contradictory. So to be able to kind of take that need for safety and security by mixing it with that sort of more exploratory uniqueness that I have and blend it in a very beautiful way, I think, um, is what I'm trying to do going for it, forward
0: yeah because you do have the benefit of american passports
1: <laughs> yeah. um i mean there's
0: a lot of people who don't have like that sort of freedom yeah the freedom yeah. of the movement so um that's that's something
1: definitely to like take advantage of and, and to use to your benefit but, yeah
0: oh, very nice i very also
1: nice. have a interesting question for you mm-hmm. <laughs> um <laughs> what's one thing that you would like to change about your life or yourself to better yourself for next year oh gosh that's tough um (laughs) I don't know I don't know
0: if there's one thing I want to change I will I I guess it would be the mainly the whole the same thing about letting being able to let go of the Mm. unknown like I can't control everything (laughs) yeah (laughs) um you know and um this essence of yeah letting go of that that I can't control and doing everything that I can and then just being like okay what what will be will be so for me that's something that I'm conscious of right now that just to to let go of any sort of um just yeah just not let fear or, or any I'm sort of person who has a plan A, B, C, D, E, F yeah I'm 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm this, I've got all those things in place so normally given under normal conditions I can maybe make it to plan ABC and that's okay but now under these conditions mm-hmm. in this world that we live in right now I need to go to FGH I'm like oh my gosh I can't yeah. <laughs> I can't go that far so I'm const- constantly trying to like go that far with everything and it's like you can't do that um yeah. you can only, you can only control what you can control and it has to be this essence of letting things go that you know and just being free and trusting yourself so how about you is there anything that you would change or
1: um, I think it's the same, like um releasing control because I'm a bit of a control freak <laughs> like I just I don't plan, I mean I have plan a, plan B, plan C, but that's when I usually stop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I do like think I can literally control everything right um and because I'm so intuitive and I can sort of see, into the future or know like what the energies could be in the future i i am like okay like um by this time i'll have this and like that's not really how you manifest or flow in life Mm. i just want to get into a state of flow where it's like okay yeah that could happen um and that sounds great or it could not and i have to plan um to be flexible and fluid um with those plans so I totally agree it's really releasing control
0: yeah and also releasing this like I've realized releasing this since I've been away from so many things I remember I used to watch so many of these rom-com movies and stuff (laughs) (laughs) and what was aspirational for women was like be with this guy or to like also right now it's like to have this sort of job or to look a certain way and then you kind of miss out on the present of where you are Mm. if you're constantly trying to like Gear yourself towards oh, well my, my life should be this way. Because I remember yeah. I was sitting down, I was having a, a lovely meal um, with with um, a good friend, and we're just having such a good time. And the mm. next minute, they they come out. Oh, it would be really nice if if a guy did it did this for me. I'm like, <laughs> yikes! <laughs> I was like, but but. But well, aren't you enjoying right now? Aren't I yeah. a, good, a good friend to you right now, treat you this yeah. way instead of you hoping that some guy who's obviously, you know, from my opinion, the guys are kind of useless. I mean, I mean <laughs> I'm sure there's a few ones out there who are quite great. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of them can be quite useless. So um, waiting on this guy to fulfill some dream that you have of him that he probably is not aware that he, that he needs to live up to um,
1: yeah.
0: and hoping that one day he, he might do this. Um, instead of actually being enjoying in the present I'm like oh this is a really good time I'm having with my friends um instead of thinking oh but I think we also do it a lot also when it's like winter and it's like oh and we're here in a nice place having a good time oh this oh this place would be great to visit if it was summer or something like that you Mm. know instead of actually enjoying where you are right now so I think it's this kind of element of like yeah just being present and where you are and not like trying to limit yourself based on some vision that you have visions are great but a vision that you have that makes you feel not so happy in the present because you don't you don't have this other thing that you're I don't know hoping for I don't know yeah
1: that's so true I mean especially with like love things as well as like um so often I mean like it kind of sucks that your friend did that because it's kind of diminishing your value in that space with her. Mm -hmm. Um, but also it's like, I do that a lot because in relationships, I mean, I'm, as soon as I meet someone, I know right away, whether I like you or I I don't. So I tend to be like, um, okay, well I like him. So let me plan out the rest of like our courting. (laughs) And it's like, I just, you know, like, I want to bring that sort of freedom and fluidity in that space as well, because, you know, it just takes away the fun out of it. Dating can be fun if you're not planning for the future in the first five minutes, you know, you're just enjoying your life. He's enjoying his life. And then if he comes around and kind of fulfills your expectations, then that should be fun. Um, And bringing that sort of levity back to life anyway. And I think the only way you can do that is through being in the present
0: yeah I think there's a lot of like living for like there's a lot of when I was in Australia living for the weekend that was a matter of thing yeah Australia, it's like oh hump, they had all, had all these days like hump day this day that day it's like yeah <laughs> and it's like oh the weekend yay and then it's like oh no it's Sunday oh it's gonna be Monday tomorrow you know so Monday yeah. blues all that kind of stuff and it's just constantly it was more like going back to that it was like you're never really going to be fulfilled on where you are if you're constantly just waiting for like something else to come along yeah. um so yeah, that's uh, not, not not sure where we got to that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's a reminder for myself to just to, to be present and to try and like uh, keep hold of being present where you are. It's not saying don't have any plans or don't have any visions for your life, but yeah. there's an element of actually being where you are and um, trying to be uh, okay and happy and uh, and have space for that. Um,
1: yeah. But yeah. Well before we turn it over to our listeners do you have any other questions or points to add for this end of year audit no
0: i haven't got anything else um i think we've covered
1: quite a few things (laughs) 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 um so our questions to listeners today is basically take uh the same similar audit of sort of what are your biggest lessons for this year what are you looking forward to and um also what if there's anything, um, what would you like to change um, in the next year to fulfill your goals um, for next year? Um, and yeah, just email us. You can also message us on navigation Ship on Instagram. You can also listen to us anywhere. You get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple, Google. Um, we'd love to hear from you. And given this is our last episode, please do send us some feedback. We'd love to hear your feedback of just the podcast in general, what you like, what you don't like. Mm-hmm. You can be as honest as possible. We can take it. Um, <laughs> so we we'll that we can improve for next season um, and give you the content content that you would love to hear
0: yeah so on that note this is as we said it's the last episode of the season so we'd love to hear from you anybody who's been a bit too shy to share in just please (laughs) explode now and and really connect with us because we would love to like really know what it is that you like what you love we're like oh no please don't talk about that or please dive into that a bit more um we really want to you know make this a free flow between uh, us and the listeners and yeah to really have you on board to share your voice and to connect so i guess on that note i think that's a bye for us Ah! and um (laughs) we will we look forward to speaking with you soon until next season bye bye any views or opinions represented in this podcast
1: are personal and do not
0: represent or are connected to
1: any persons institutions organizations or companies unless explicitly stated